And now, the Wadfam Chalkpod. Hello and welcome to the Wadfam Chalkpod. I'm Dylan Weaver. And I'm Andrew Sabo. And uh, we're here to talk about episode 603, The Family Next Door. That we are. Mm-hmm. They are next door. Okay, how far do you think, like, because next door isn't always the house immediately adjacent. I think they are in the house immediately adjacent. Yes, certainly. How far do you think those houses are apart? Because don't the Marvins have, the Marvins, don't the Washingtons have uh, animals? (laughs) The Uh, Marvins. (laughs) I don't think the Washingtons have animals, no. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm confusing them with uh, Nick's else. family has the Mulligans. The have. Mulligans. The Mar- <laughs> the Marvin Mulligans. So uh, yeah, uh, the episode in question uh, is the first of our series that is both written and directed by Kathy Buchanan. She wrote mm. or co-wrote the previous two, but with John Fornoff directing. So this one is is fully her. It came Beautiful. out two months after the last episode, um, though it's off the same album. And I think notably, the uh, two episodes after this is when uh, The Chosen One happens with Kelly. Oh, interesting. So we got like, yeah. a little, little precursor. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, this era of the show is so strong, and it's unfortunate. Andrew, that you're I have preaching such to little... the choir. <laughs> I I know exactly. I'm I I didn't really know what I was missing because I didn't spend that much time with this era, and yeah, no, I think the balance, especially in this episode, and we'll we'll get into it. Just what they do with the characters is very interesting and unique to this era of the show. Um, yeah, I mean, even it, just the me- references of other characters and stuff. Right, like it, it is a is it's an episode that really builds off of. Hey, we've got like a tightly interconnected world right now, mm-hmm. and yeah, we we get away with like none, of, like no wit, Connie Eugene, like yeah. that trifecta, fully absent in this episode. We don't. Yeah, we don't, that we don't is need strange. Them. Like. Well, and like, and we we used to get versions of this with with the Barkley family. I feel like we've get we get mm-hmm. some Barkley family episodes where it's just them, and and the Washingtons are very much like this era's Barclays. Um, Certainly, and yeah. Well, and they also have the uh, the benefit of having multiple families whereas like the Barclays were really just the centerpiece and and they all had friends and stuff like that but you never really got family to family connection like you do in this era of the show because the Straussbergs have an arc and the Washingtons have their whole arc Mm, and it's all happening all at the same time so like when we get this crossover episode (laughs) where it's literally you know just crossing next door mm. uh it, it it feels very special and like unique so yeah. that was why i'm like oh okay so yeah no this is the best era of the show like <laughs> they're like it's all good the yeah. writing is good the actors are good the the production is good yeah it just um, it pays off nicely yeah yeah um speaking of actors uh the only uh new people in this episode, who we haven't talked about before, we've got uh, Pastor Brown and Mr. Green, um, both being voiced by Spencer Binford, who mm. uh, was in two other episodes of Adventures in Odyssey, and that is it. Who was he playing in? Uh... Uh, nobody of note. Just, like, okay. these sorts of characters. And it's episodes that we haven't covered, so you won't know. <laughs> but, but yeah, he's... Uh... Yeah, he does a good job as Pastor Brown. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and Mr. Green is, like, the boss, so, like, he has, like, one line. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's classic, like, hey, can we pull a guy in for, for mm-hmm. an episode? But, but yeah, it it works. Um, I don't, Would you like to roll the promo, Dylan? Yeah, I guess so. I was like, I don't think I have anything else off the top. 
I need to get into how poorly I spelled Nichu compared to its actual spelling. In uh, my we notes. don't we don't know that that's its actual <laughs> spelling for what it's worth. Also, fair is something whistling in your room? No, those are birds outside my window. Oh, oh, well then. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I, yeah, no, 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 no. Let, yeah, no. Let let the birds go, Andrew. It's a nice day, and I've yeah. got a... My dad put a birdhouse no. right outside my door, and I think somebody might be moving in. No, that's that's totally fine. You're, you're good. I was just confused. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I'm surprised, too. It's December, or January, I guess, now. Yes. That it is. All right. 2022. Ugh. On the next Adventures in Odyssey, Mandy looks to the Washingtons as a replacement family. Do this, do that. This was supposed to be a fun family cleaning day, not four Cinderella's with stepmother Mandy. Sounds like Mandy is getting on Tamika's nerves. Well, I'm sorry, but to be honest, I'm tired of it. No, it's not a reality show. It's the next Adventures in Odyssey. No, it's not a reality show. It's the next episode of Adventures in Odyssey. That is so unfortunate. <laughs> is that like a dig at Kathy? I don't know. It's That felt very passive-aggressive. It's... I... I... I don't get it. Are they talking... Are they saying, like, relationship drama only exists in... Reality, reality TV. TV. I would argue that this is the most grounded. <laughs> like, right, right, right. Like, yes, there's some passive aggression, which is maybe reality TV e. But yeah, it's it's a weird dig in the promo. Yeah, I, yeah. don't get it. Not take. a fan. Mm-hmm. Also, not a fan. I mean, like a fan, but also like this episode starts with sad Mandy, and it just makes me sad. No, yeah. Oh yeah, it, I mean it. It does not start gracefully. Uh, it basically opens up on Mandy uh, a one-sided telephone call with Mandy and her, uh, I guess Mrs. Nietzsche. No, it's uh, with Liz. Oh, they, yes, they it apparently, is with Liz talking about right. They Mrs. they couldn't Nietzsche. afford Liz. No, <laughs> so we just hear like Charlie Brown noises on the other end of the phone. Yeah, that they're it's more like honestly, uh, it, it's just like muffled real world. I, I my my money is that it's Kathy Buchanan. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for that to be the case. And Kathy, if you are listening and you know, please please tell me. Please email us. Wadfamchalkpod at gmail at gmail We got it. Nobody nobody beat us to that one, guys. Heck yeah! I had to fight <laughs> for it tooth and nail. It's a unique domain name. <laughs> Squarespace ain't got nothing on this. <laughs> Just a string of capital letters that kind of form a cohesive idea. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the podcast. You get what it means. Oh, certainly. And honestly, it's so algorithm uh, positive. You can't you can't miss it. If you just search WAD, that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I, on I, any I, podcast I, platform. Ah, uh, okay. On a podcast platform. I was gonna say I don't think I can vouch for this, but maybe maybe on a podcast platform. No, yeah. Unlike Spotify and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, if you're already subscribed, it'll know that and bring it up first. But just in general, it's very search engine friendly. Yes, it is. I'm I'm proud of the name too, Andrew. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> so uh, Mandy's on the phone with Liz. She lost her role in the play because she was out of it and wasn't memorizing her lines which is really unfortunate like i don't know i feel like mrs nichu definitely could have given more grace towards mandy in this situation yeah uh, yeah it, it it's it's tough no matter how you cut it because we've yeah, seen no. we've seen mandy's lack of i think i think part of the problem is going off the past two episodes we see Mandy doesn't have motivation or really want to do anything. Like, classic depression mm -hmm. is what's been set up in the previous two episodes. Then in this episode, she kind of gets past that and starts, you know, fixating unhealthily in a different way. In, like, a different way. And also, healthily. Like, I, yeah. But yeah. Mi mi mixed bag, 
for what Mandy's doing here. But uh, yeah, I mean, she gets all the grace in the world. She's a mm-hmm. child going through a hard thing. But like, but she's not, I guess we saw her not care about anything for two episodes. So her losing the part in the play makes sense. Certainly. Because you can easily picture that. But then yeah. for the rest of the episode, she does have energy and care about things. Which makes it even harder. Right. And so then you're like, oh, man, I wish she had a second chance. Like, I wish I wish she had that still. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, no. And like you said, it's, a, it's just a really tough way to start the episode. But it's good. Like, M- Mandy's performance, or, or Arya cheers on yeah um is so emotional and like uh, it's something that really only this amount of time in the universe with a single character you can convey that much uh just in the way that you inflect your voice Mm -hmm. and obviously because i've heard so many hours of you know her voice talking and saying different lines, you can pick up on that better, but sure, it's sure. just, it's a tremendous performance and it makes it all the more, uh, convicting. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she, she does a great job. Um, and then we cut to the Washington well, parents. I okay. will, oh. I would say, so we get Rachel coming home. Oh yes. Real quick. Or like she's, or she's maybe not getting home. I think Mandy gets home from school. Mm-hmm. is on the phone with Liz, then her mom is leaving for work. So she works, like, from, you know, when they when Mandy gets home. So probably from, like, 3 to 9 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some sort of, like, late shift at a diner. Um, and is rushing out to work, and they just have, like, this little interaction, and Mandy, like, starts to, like, bring up the whole thing about the play. But then, like, her mom is you know gets caught up in these in all the mail and these overdue notices and you know stuff that she's got to take by steven's apartment and so it's like all this stuff and Mm -hmm. mandy doesn't want to tell her obviously she seems overwhelmed it's the classic i don't want to burden my parent with my problems thing yep for sure and then uh yeah and so she she dashes out so she'll be home around nine and mm-hmm. then, uh, yeah, Mandy Mandy goes outside because she was asked to take the trash out. She takes the trash out and uh, finds the uh, Washingtons taking their big bag of fertilizer for a walk. Yeah. Uh, goodness. Ed is so funny in this episode. <laughs> yeah. He has so many jokes that just make me laugh. Yep. <laughs> He's, like, taking a fertilizer for a walk. He's making jokes about his Adonis physique and all <laughs> of that. And just the riffing between them is hilarious. Yeah. And, oh, later, um, there's a background conversation at the bowling alley that is absolutely just a bit that should be given the full light for all of its glory because it it made me laugh and i had to re-listen to the scene because i got distracted uh i yeah i love when odyssey weaves stuff into the background always yeah always well and ed's happy. like it, it's the goofy dad thing that i just love so yep. much yep he's 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 good goofy dad like that's that's his shtick and it works i think he's better than um pastor barkley well, yeah, I mean, George's thing isn't really goofy dad. No. His thing is kind of like overprotective dad. Yes. <laughs> or like, yeah, stereotypical. Very like, concerned dad. Right. Like, Ed is the dad from every, like, TV commercial. Yeah, exactly. So maybe, yeah. Or that bit in Crashing where... um where Pete Holmes is like, is talking about being the, the fun uncle at the barbecue or whatever. And he like, exactly. Tosses a fresco behind his back and he minds. That's it. exactly like that's, it. Yeah. that's Ed's energy. That's Ed's energy. He's got fresco energy. Yeah. A hundred percent. You want a reference for just me and Andrew? There you go, guys. There it is. Well, I'll, I'll plug watching crashing on HBO. Oh Max. yeah. I mean, it's I, will, hilarious. I will always plug crashing. It's Yeah. One of we'll not plug his podcast though. One of my, you know what? There are good episodes of You Made It Weird. It's just you know, it gets old. Actually, I like it because he 
he's better with his wife. I honestly, I like his um, his episodes with his wife more than his guest episodes. Interesting. I haven't heard he, any of those. I just listen to him like talk to comedians I like. Ah. So, yeah, I think the normal... Uh, anyway, it's worth listening yeah. to. Oh, so they, obviously, Ed's carrying fertilizer, and uh, they start talking with Mandy about gardening. They have a garden. Mandy used to garden with her dad all the time. Yeah. They're talking about uh, roses. Yeah. Is that, is that what they're... Their roses aren't getting enough sunlight, and Mandy knows that roses need six hours of sunlight, and mm-hmm. there's this whole thing. It's really cute. Yeah. They, they connect. Mandy gets excited. We get to kind of mm. hear what... Yeah. Uh, you know, we get to hear some joy in her voice, which we haven't heard, especially in the previous scene. Um, and uh, and then the Washingtons invite her to help out in their garden. Yep. And, um, and also and, for dinner. And for dinner, yes, yep. for the secret burger sauce. Right, 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 which I had in Infamous. my notes. I was like, Ed's secret burger sauce. It's either going to be like A1 or Thousand Island, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was guessing a... Uh, Okay, Thousand Island is just ketchup and mayo, yes? What? No. No, get out of here. That's mayo chup, and mayo chup shouldn't exist. No, Thousand Island's just like, I don't know, good. <laughs> Thousand Island's just like good. Now, now you have me Googling what Thousand Island dressing is? Like, I don't want to know. What's it made of? What's the dressing that's basically just ketchup and mayonnaise? I... Thousand Island it... is... Mayo chup is an abomination. Yeah, okay, look. Yeah, mayo chup is an, abo- is an abomination. Thousand Island dressing, basically just ketchup and mayo. I was right! <laughs> You're ruining sure this for me. I'm sure there's other stuff in there. Yeah, it also has like olive oil, lemon juice, orange yeah. juice, paprika, Worcestershire yeah. sauce, mustard, vinegar. That like Worcestershire is doing a lot of work. Plenty of stuff in it, but yeah, it is. it is really... Mostly just ketchup and mayonnaise. Wow. Wow. Which would be great on a burger. I know. I hate mayo. Why do I like Thousand Island? Because mayo as a a concept is not inherently flawed. It's just been abused in the culture we Mm. grew up in. You make a good point. I think that mayo is good... But, like, it's not the best sandwich lube, and it's not the only sandwich lube. And I think uh, exploring other options is important. Yeah. So, so Thousand Island. You know, it, it could have been Thousand <laughs> Island, but no. Instead, it is ketchup with a ton of chili powder. Yeah. That's, which sounds that's really miserable. so bad. It sounds crunchy. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just imagining... The sauce having some toothsome bits. I mean, I guess chili powder. No, chili powder, not like dry not chili, chili. chilies. Not like chili flakes. Right. Actually, if you crushed up chili flakes into like a paste or something like that, that could be even if you better. crushed up chili flakes, I think you just get a chili powder. <laughs> no, I was thinking like like chilies. Like fire roast some chilies, blacken the skin, crush it up into some ketchup, smear that on a burger. That would be good. I'm just... The, the thing that bothers me is I do not like spicy stuff. And so if Fair. I got served a burger that had chili powder on it, I would be so upset. Oh, certainly. Certainly. That's fair. Then, then it was, yeah, like a, a non-optional part of it that I didn't know going in. No, thank oh, yeah. you. No, that's being surprise attacked with spice is not fun yeah. for anyone. No. But they, they, have, they, have a fun, they have fun banter about it being used as nail polish remover and... You know, adhesive. Yep. But uh, they... yeah, no. Uh, and then Marvin's super excited because he got his first facial hair. Right. Um, I don't remember getting my first facial hair. Yeah, I neither do I. I remember getting other body hair, not facial hair. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was that was interesting, cute bit. And then Tamika brings up the fact that she memorized her 99th verse. Yep. And she has one more to get to 100. Mandy brings up the fact that she did 150 because she's older, which... Is she? I don't This really know. bothered me because, canonically, Tamika is older than Mandy. Yes. Mandy is the same age as Trent, 
and Trent's the same age as Marvin. Yes. So I don't understand. Did Tamika get held back in Sunday school? Uh, maybe the youth pastor was just taking it easy. I mean, Mr. Whitaker, I, I guess. There, there's also, there's something so absurd about the, about her going like, oh, it was 150 when I went through. Why? It would, like, I would buy this more if it was 100 when she went through and now is 50. The fact that yeah. it used to be 150, I'm like, who starts at 150? That's a lot of Bible verses. It's just, for... it's, and it's not presumably like, it's not Mandy a... memorized it when she was like 10. Sure, but it's not a catchy number. No, no. So it's like, I mean, having Tamika memorize 100 is great, but then like the, oh, well, I did 150. And I, I, I understand the point it serves in the plot. I'm just like, why couldn't we have made this? Tamika doing her 50th, the Mandy doing her 100th, or I, I don't know. It's weird. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, Mandy's Number like, oh, back this. in my day, it used to be 150. But 100 is still really impressive. Yeah, and uh, you can tell that Mandy, like, I don't think she was trying no, to No, Mandy is dig. genuine here. Yeah, she wasn't, like, trying to, but, but Tamika gets very upset about it. Which yeah. I can understand why she would. Yeah, yeah. Tamika's not having the easiest time mm-hmm. at the moment. No, no. And especially in this, like, towards the beginning of the episode, you when you don't see it come to the surface, at least upon re-examination, you can really see how they kind of layer in the instances of conflict that lead to yeah. the, uh, the culmination, which I think yes. is so good. It Agreed. shows, like character development and character I like, and it progression makes, it helps tamika to not seem terrible yeah exactly because by the time it gets to it you're not annoyed with mandy but you get it mm-hmm. from tamika's perspective like they've see they seeded in well oh yeah no well and i think that that's somebody like i think that that's one of the kind of people oriented perspectives of like if you listen to people talk about the relationships they have for a long time, you pick up on stuff like that. And I would not be surprised if if the 150 to 100 was something that Kathy Buchanan had heard, you know, uh, a parody of or something in uh, in counseling school. <laughs> sure. Why not? Sure. I, Why not? I, Everything's about counseling, Dylan. Didn't yep. you know that? Everything's Every about counseling thing. school. Because that's Everything. what Andrew did, and he's the center of the universe. Yeah, it's really nice. Uh, it's why I'm so hot. Like, physically, my body is just right. producing so much heat. Because right. it's the reason you're the not wearing a shirt world. right now. Yeah, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a wife beater, thank you very much. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> my I'm nipples wearing. are covered. <laughs> oh, well, then you're modest. Well done. Uh, yes, exactly. I'm not in that dress. <laughs> that dress. That dress. Um. <sighs> yeah. So we need to get to. The, we need to talk about Wits End having pizza. Yeah, we do need to talk about that. Um, <laughs> I also have a note there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But but first, uh, Mandy volunteers to help clean out the garage because she likes organizing, and. Boy, did I feel attacked. Yeah, oh, no, and this she is, has a label gun. This is and such the strong whole... me energy. <laughs> She's got the label gun, and then in the scene when she tells them to organize it based on frequency of use, yeah. I felt very attacked. I'm, I'm that psychotic guy who likes helping his friends move. Mmm. That? No, I'm not that. I'm, I'm more <laughs> lazy than I am that. Nope. So good for you. <laughs> also, also, they start their chores like the uh, this this whole um, like cleaning out the garage at nine a.m., which is so far from my experience. Never once in my life did we start work outside after seven. <laughs> Interesting. Like, I would say that the work that we do outside never starts before eleven. Nope. This is AM. This is this this is my my family. Yes, my, no, this is my parents, 
wake up early. My dad cannot sleep in past six. So, wow. Growing up, work starts at seven on Saturdays, always. Wow. That's, I mean, my dad, for the majority of my life, I would get up before him. And because he would sleep till like nine or ten on Saturdays. Yeah. We live different lives. But we lives. don't own a farm. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, my parents didn't always have a farm. So. True. Also, the animals. Um, yeah. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, so, so, yeah, I was just trying to establish in my mind what time it is. And I'm like, all right, it's still light out when it's late. And there's a grill, but there's also homework. So we're talking mm-hmm. like this is happening like May. Yeah, or maybe September. One or the mm-hmm. other. See, I, my my money is on spring because they are planting stuff. True, true. They are planting, and also there is a production soon. Which, right. if it was yes. the beginning of the school yep. year, there wouldn't be a production. So yes, maybe, maybe, maybe April. Maybe, maybe. I like this. All right. So Wits End sells pizza in May. We've <laughs> that's the logic puzzle from today's episode. <laughs> uh oh. When um, what? Oh, there, there's a really great moment between Mandy and Elaine. Mm-hmm. with her leaving yeah when she's leaving and she's just like hey this meant a lot to me i don't see a lot of my family ever anymore and it's really weird when i do and yeah Elaine just being like good mom such a good mom she says like that sounds really hard that must be really hard for you validating but also like congratulating her yeah no it's a really good yeah. mom moment. Oh, yeah, and Mandy tells her about the play mm-hmm. and not getting the part, or, like, getting booted from the part. And Yeah. And Elaine's just like, oh, you know, just because you're not in this one play doesn't mean you're not a great actor, but that's really hard. And Yeah. Great. I love the secondary paternal figures of, like, friends' parents. Mm. I don't know. They've always been very, like significant in my life Mm. like uh you know and maybe it was just because i grew up most of my friends being family friends and so their parents felt a lot more like my parents sure than perhaps they otherwise would but um yeah i just these connections where it's you know mrs washington seeing mandy in her struggle and recognizing that that's a real thing but not bearing the weight of it because it's not her own child and so Mm. she's just able to show up and be perfect for mandy in this moment it just feels great and like reminds me of good feelings that i've had yeah yeah no it's it's great um and then we hear uh rachel getting off the phone with mrs nichu um Mm. as mandy walks in um mm-hmm. and she's like oh i got off early um do you have a nice time at the washington's whatever and then hey any news about the play and mandy's like no no news goes to bed mm-hmm. i was surprised that the mom didn't confront mandy because she knew about it but i guess if she's older it would make sense that she would wait and give it time um, yeah yeah and i don't know like you the part of this whole episode is Rachel struggling to be a parent under these new circumstances and with how to like when to be a parent versus a friend and like it's you I get the I get the impression that she's having a hard time navigating this which then makes it more understandable that she doesn't push Mandy harder here because she's had a long day and hasn't seen a lot of her daughter and probably doesn't want the only thing that happens between her and her daughter to be like an actual confrontation. Yeah, no. And it makes perfect sense especially at the end of the day. Like and she's older, like and it's not she wasn't, you know, caught hitting henny, you know. She's she just lost her lead spot in the play and of other things. And I imagine yeah, I imagine Rachel feels a level of guilt about Mandy losing that, the play, like the play spot as well. 
mm-hmm. like not having that role in the play as a result of extenuating circumstances, i.e. her divorce. Yeah. Like yeah. cannot be, yeah, cannot be fun for, for Mandy. And then we cut to the Washington's garage cleaning at 9 a.m., which is apparently weird for Dylan. Um, so late. The sound engineering for the garage is incredible. Mm. Yeah. I must say. It just like, sounds like a garage. It just I'm sure they the Foley work, they just recorded it in a garage or whatever, <laughs> but they they did a great job. Uh, the spatial audio and everything, like... You can totally picture it. It's a standalone structure. It's not on the house, right? That's mm, yeah. It's my my thought, um, and uh, yeah, no, it, it sounds great. And <laughs> they're all just kind of riffing on each other, doing the Washington family thing, where yep. they're making jokes mm, and everything. Yeah, um, yep. I am so happy that Ed has a bear costume. Yes, it just brings all the joy to me. Yeah, is that explained? Is that no. a previous thing? I don't, okay, I don't think so. I think okay, he's just he's just like it's yeah. just a bit. He's just got he a just bear ha- costume, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you 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 do have a bear costume, Ed. I believe that. <laughs> you wear that bear costume, Ed, only when you want to, or perhaps when you need to. Super bear, um, super bear. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Tamika's like, What kind like, of bear do you hey, think it is? Let's, uh, oh, uh, brown bear. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking brown bear. Yeah. There's, so yeah, there's conversation then about organization, and Tamika's like, oh, we should do stuff alphabetically. And then Mandy's like, well, actually, what if we use it by frequency of use? And I'm like, yes, you are correct, Mandy. Good job. But, uh, also... Yeah, poor Tamika. Um, yeah. And then Mandy honestly. immediately has to go. Yep, Mandy's got to go to a study group, to which made me think, so she's spending her spare time cleaning before she goes to study group. Like, what does she do that brings joy? Mm. Like, yeah. Yeah, cleaning. It seems like she doesn't have many hobbies or anything it's the, like that. It's the like, organization. playing. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I mean, like, the play, the play was a big thing for her, but also this, this feels incredibly relatable. I feel like I, like... Oh, yeah. Like, like cleaning it's, it's Mandy, like yeah, yeah, but like I imagine her hobbies are just like she reads a book on her own, she hangs out with Liz and goes to Wit's End, mm-hmm. or she's doing homework. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, that checks out. It was a different time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, crushing on Trent from afar, all the good stuff. Yes. Oh yes. Subtly, mm. I wonder what her diaries would say. Mm. Someday, someday we'll cover the three main texts for the Trent and Mandy stuff that was oh so important to me. I have very little memory of that. I would love to cover that at some point with you. Yeah. I care too much. (laughs) I, man, I... We've talked about it. I thought that it was too much until I started listening to this arc and I was like, no, no, this is the best era of the show (laughs) and, uh... I yeah. <laughs> I just like the the Trent and Mandy stuff specifically. It's like I as a child was very very into romance but did not feel like mm-hmm. I was allowed to be because I was mm-hmm. a boy. But then mm-hmm. so it was like Odyssey romance episodes. You're Connie and Mitch's, you're Trent mm-hmm. and Mandy's like I mm-hmm. you're freaking the... Jason and uh Tasha. Like I was yeah. so into it. Um, Eugene and Katrina, the Jack and Joanne, Jack and jo- like there's, there's, there's great stuff throughout the Trial show. Web. And I was just like, Oh, this is like, this becomes very, very important to me because it's socially acceptable for me to like this or at least to listen. Cause I'm just like, Oh, I've got to listen through this whole album and man, that episode's on, but I just got to keep flipping the tape. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly. And these were great. Yeah. I, I definitely relate to that though. As far as not, like, I liked some of the action ones, but the ones that I really went back to were the ones that made me laugh and had, like, compelling romance stuff to it. Mm-hmm. Like, or or the major arcs that we've covered, like sure. the Nova Comps yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. those, I liked, those have where the relationships weaved into it. Yeah, like, yeah, they do. I, I, I definitely liked the spy adventure stuff 
But mm-hmm. also, when the show was just Gilmore Girls, I was very into that as well. Yes. When was that? Is that this? No. No. Ah! I mean... <laughs> it feels a little bit... Yeah, it's not It's not so. that far. Like, I don't know. Gilmore Girls is just like, hey, we've got interpersonal relationships, and that's the whole show. Mm-hmm. There's never a plot. We don't care about that. Yeah. We don't need an overarching thing. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, yeah the... Um, Tamika's upset and uh, about Mandy. Yeah. And you can tell it in the garage scene. She definitely mm-hmm. kind of shows a bit more of her cards there, but then it sure. comes to its head later. Yeah, yeah. And our next scene is the Washington family meeting, where Tamika's called mm-hmm. a family meeting, and you're like, oh, this is where stuff's going to come to a head. And then mm-hmm. it doesn't. It's just Marvin talks about shaving with whipped cream and a razor that has no blade. And, uh, and Tamika's like, Oh, I memorized my 100th verse, uh, which is thematically appropriate. But it was just one of those moments where I was like, wow, it is so rare that they like that a character in universe speaks Bible on this show. Yes. Oh, yeah. Reads Bible verses yeah. to the mic camera, yeah. essentially. And, yeah, as someone who is memorizing a bunch of stuff recently for a... Yeah, because of a group I'm a part of, I'm like, I, it is very hard and somewhat mm-hmm. fulfilling, um, but mostly just hard. And so, yes. you know, prop, props to Tamika for, for 100 verses. I'm currently at eight, and I'm dying. Do you know, like, do you have to retain all hundred, or is it just like, uh, you have to? So we're we're memorizing. We're memorizing verses. entire chapters. Oh. So I'm I'm eight verses in to Romans Romans eight. Um, oh. But yes, that's not that's not a short chapter to memorize. No, no, man. it's not. And that that that's that's with my group that meets uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday from five a.m. to six a.m. Wow. Yeah, so what I wanted to say about the previous scene was that Tamika brings this up and she sounds aggressive, which makes me think that she did go into that family meeting with the intent of uh, expressing her displeasure with Mandy Mm. and all of that. And because it got sidetracked by Marvin and everything like that, very much middle child thing to do. Or is Tamika, Tamika's the oldest. No, Tamika's the middle child. Oh, Tamika's middle child. Um, Antoine's the older sibling who we hear, like, twice. Yeah. So. So, you know, she would classically take a step back from the center of attention if somebody asserts themselves in, because that's kind of how family dynamics work. Yeah, but she definitely definitely called the meeting to be like, hey, I memorized my hundredth verse. Oh, yes, 100%. So, yeah, I'm not sure that I'd buy that she was going to go off about Mandy at the meeting. Maybe. I don't know. It just seemed like a, it got away from her faster than per, perhaps she wanted it to. Yeah. As no. far as, like, the amount of attention she had. Mm. No, that's fair. So, yeah. what so, you would do with that attention, I don't know. Right. So, the, yeah, so they go they go to celebrate at, at Wits mm-hmm. End. Um, they go and get a deep dish pizza. Yep. And I am glad that this stood out to you to the same degree that it stood out to me. Because I was thrown. Yeah, I am absolutely just baffled, bewildered. I have been, the wool has been pulled over my eyes. Every analogy could be made. One, why deep dish? Two, I, it's interesting. Too. why wit's end? <laughs> right. right, right. There's one, there's got to be better pizza. Two, yeah, it's, it's at wit's end so that Mandy has an excuse to see mm. it. But like, and it's the, it's, dinner so that they can have carrot cake i but since when is Whitson sold dinner but yes this is this is a weird weird <laughs> it's an choice. ice cream shop yes i think that they right they could have gone somewhere else and then ran in like and then gone to wit's end afterwards yeah that ice was my cream thought. or whatever it's just yeah making but, wit's end the place where you get deep dish pizza and carrot cake felt yeah very very concerning to me 
Well, and I was willing to accept that they made cookies and that they branched out into other desserts, because obviously, you know, you can't just do only ice cream. I mean, you could, but I'm not against that. But going as far as to have a menu of pizzas. Right. Okay. Interesting yeah. take. Yeah, well, and it's it's funny, too. There's an episode where... Um, where Joanne complains about the fact that she can't get, like, that one of the things she really misses from being in Chicago is the deep dish pizza. And I was oh. like, and I was like, so did this happen, like, canonically where you had Joanne talk to Wit yes. about how much she missed pizza, and yep. then Wit was like, I'll sell that pizza at my shop because I right. can make it. Yeah. I can't imagine Witsen sells good deep dish pizza. No, not, but not a if, So if Wit learned it to please his friend who is from Chicago or has deep ties to authentic Chicago pizza, it could be good. Yeah. Uh, so looking at the, uh, at the official wiki page on this, the only other thing that they have that is in the same league, they supposedly have cheeseburgers as well. But even then, pizza feels like a bigger step. Yeah, no, there's a lot more going into a pizza. Like, they could, you could tell me that they served burgers at Wit's End, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, Wit brought his grill in. It was a weekend, whatever. Right, right. It there's doesn't seem property. normal, but, like, sure, yeah. sliders, or I kind of buy it. they've got a flat grill, like, sure, yeah. whatever. Yep, you can you can make that happen. But yeah, every, pizza everything requires else, an oven. Everything else is drinks or dessert, all mm-hmm. of which makes sense because it's an ice cream shop, right? Yeah, I. Uh. I mean, I guess it's the I guess it's on brand for this podcast to be really mad about the. <laughs> well, this is the problem. Really I want the, the pizza. pizza bad now. You know, like, I know it's not going to be good pizza, but I do want to eat the weird one-off only time pizza was mentioned in relation to Wits End. Sure. Like, I just, I need to know more. (laughs) Sure. The other thing I would like to point out is that the wiki lists under soda flavors Coca-Cola, which I'm like, did they name drop Coca-Cola in Wits End at some point? Because that's an interesting thing I want to talk about as well. That must have been pre-copyright. No, like like, trademark. Like what? How could they do that? Oh, I mean, like they they talk about monopoly in this. True, true. Like you can do that. You don't have to. Like you don't have to have an endorsement from the company to mention them by name. You just usually do. Fair. Yeah. You know. Um. So the Washingtons are sometimes. Sometimes. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe for one of our bonus episodes or something, we'll do. Some sort of wits end food deep dive. Ooh, that would be great. Because we can we can have like a you know we could have a multi course meal. Mm. We could do like the salads from Doer Diet, and then the deep dish pizza, and then one of the desserts, and then drinks, and then perhaps a uh, a wits end inspired cocktail. Ooh, right. Mm. Now mm. I'm, now I'm like I gotta figure out how to make an alcoholic wadfam chocksad. Oh, that's that seems you know so you can doable. do, yeah, yeah. Now subscribe to the bonus show now wherever you subscribe to bonus shows, and by that I mean <laughs> click the link in the description, guys. Please, please, and thank you for three bucks a month. You get two extra episodes of this show, doing yeah. weird other stuff. That's not weird other what stuff. We do that's now, honestly but... more fun. I mean, maybe you. You know what? You give us three dollars, and you be the judge of that, folks. Exactly. I, that's that's a very good plan of action, Dylan. I agree. I think that they need to try it first, in the immortal words of the recent Coca-Cola ad. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. So Mandy walks past the Washingtons eating uh, their mm-hmm. their their deep dish pizza at Wits End, and uh, they're like, "Oh, hey, we've got a letter for you, along with Bart's toupee catalog." Funny joke. Yeah. Um, that that made me laugh. And then there was a conversation about Wooten getting distracted on his route, which yes. was when I was like, this is 
this is Gilmore Girls. Oh, like it's like the the delightfulness of like, hey, we've got a shared universe and all these people who are like well established with their quirks that we can just like yeah. name drop them and not have to do anything beyond that. Yeah, it's delightful. It, it was a bad bad eight oatmeal, you know. Mm, bad bad eight oatmeal. It's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and so the letter is the competition that we heard earlier that Mandy was had entered it's a writing competition and she uh she opens or actually ed opens the letter for her because she is too scared and she uh she won the regional competition so she's yeah going to the for the writing for competition writing. and, and they all get so excited yeah, for her yeah it feels great i mean yep. and it's funny because then they push her to kind of like tell her mom because they're so excited for her they're like oh my gosh you must want to tell your mom and she's like oh my mom's at work right now. She's busy. I'll probably just tell her tomorrow. And they're like, what? You're going to wait till tomorrow to tell her? Like, this is huge news. She's like, yeah, but she works tonight and she won't get home till later. So yeah. it, it's it's a really, it's a sweet moment because it kind of drags the character of Mandy back to reality a little bit mm. because of the way that she's been kind of using the Washingtons as a form of like escaping her home. For sure. For sure. She's living, like, vicariously through yeah. their healthy family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Which is, like, totally a thing. It happens. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. And but it, it, that being said, I've been the family that the people live with, so, like, mm. I totally resonate with Tamika this episode, mm. which is why I think it's so good. Yeah, that's 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 a cool dynamic to, to have. Um. But yeah, so Mandy gets invited to join them for dinner and then also eat carrot cake with them. Um, meanwhile, Rachel gets a call at work from someone saying like that Mandy won the competition and she gets really mm-hmm. excited and she knows or she doesn't think Mandy knows yet. Um, and so she asks her boss, Mr. Green, to, to take off work and uh, yeah, he's like every boss, a jerk who then caves in. Every yep. boss is either a jerk who caves in or a jerk who issues an ultimatum, and there's no other kind. Nope. No, they are not people, actually. They are just solely souls of authority. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, So, but she does get to go, um, and she grabs an ice cream cake and goes and goes home to surprise, surprise mm-hmm. Mandy. Meanwhile... Her favorite. Yeah. Meanwhile, Marvin suggests that they go bowling, and mm-hmm. Tamika's like, oh, yeah, that would be a great thing to do with just the family. And Ed's like, hey, Mandy, why don't you come? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Miserable. Yep. Absolutely brutal. Just yep. bodied by her own father. She's going to explode. Yeah. We, yeah. At- um, so they're... Oh, just my favorite moment when they're at the bowling alley is Marvin starts cheering because he gets a gutter ball the next lane over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's very, very impressive. I've never been so successful at bowling. <laughs> I, I couldn't dream to be, honestly. And then Mandy bowls and gets, like, a very slow strike. Yes. Um, <laughs> it takes it's it takes its sweet old time getting down the Yep. Yeah, the, uh, the lane, yeah. but and Ed's like, "Oh, look, you're doing even better than Tamika. Better than she Tamika. Is great at she this. Always... Yeah, she always wins, yeah. and just you can see the smoke coming out of Tamika's ears, and yep. uh, yeah, Rachel um calls up Mrs. Washington and talks to her no. on the phone. Rachel, hmm? oh wait, wait, no, I'm dumb. No, you're right." Yeah, because Rachel gets home from work. Yes, I, Mandy's not there. She correct. calls Liz. Yep. She's not there, so she calls the Washingtons. And right. uh, it's, it's, one, excellent audio engineering because you hear all the noises from the bowling alley in the background. Yeah. And, and they do. sounds great. And they do the classic Odyssey cut through the phone, mm-hmm. which is my favorite. Oh, yeah. And then... Um, yeah, and I you just, get the background conversations. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and Rachel's just like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I just feel so bad for her. Hmm. Yeah, Rachel's upset because she doesn't really know what to do. Right. Her daughter and like she like knows that the Washingtons are happy. And yeah. Yeah. 
it, it sucks to know that you can't really provide that right now for your kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also like she real. went she went out of her way to to you know get off work and to make something special happen, and then yeah. doesn't get to see it through. Mm-hmm. Um. On a much lighter note, uh, yes. there's a background conversation <laughs> about Ed's war wound that uh, inhibits his bowling ability that yes. goes on for quite some time. <laughs> and, yeah, that was why I had to re-listen to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, the bits The bits that he only has 13 points because his, he's got his thumbs, you know, <laughs> injured from an old war, war, war wound? That's not and a what was the war? Say. Oh, it was the war over the remote <laughs> with Marvin last week. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was just—it was funny. Made me laugh. Just love Goofy Dad. Yep. Toss a fresca in the bowling alley. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then Tamika comes up and just lets Mandy have it. Yeah, she goes full passive aggression here yeah. in a way that's really frustrating where she's just like man like it's sometimes so nice to just be with your family instead of you being here mandy get out of here and yeah it's tough too because like i feel so much for tamika mm-hmm. like oh, she 100%. is 100 percent. she is like yeah because also because the only scenes we see this episode are ones where mandy shows up Yes, 100%. Like, that is the entirety of her dynamic with her family this episode is Mandy's always there and always, like, one-upping her accidentally. And so it's like, I, yeah. And and the thing that's revealed the next scene is that Tamika doesn't even know about Mandy's family situation. Yeah. I don't know why the parents would have, wouldn't have said anything. I'm just like, man, it is, I wish, I wish, honestly, more than I wish Tamika didn't blow up here. I wish that Ed and Elaine had just been on top of this Mm -hmm. and one, sensed Tamika's frustration before she exploded on Mandy and two, like, had the mind to fill her in. Yeah, well, and that's the, that is the thing. And I will say, in my experience, my parents were very good about kind of letting me know that the reason people would spend time with us for an extended period of time was because they didn't have that at home, Um, which I think did help, but it also, it doesn't negate the comparison or necessarily just the unforeseen consequences personally and collectively of just inviting somebody else in from the outside to your family dynamic. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, I, I definitely agree though. I, I was surprised that they didn't know. And I was surprised still that the Washingtons didn't say anything until, until the end. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I, I do, I really appreciate the kind of complete, like 180 that Tamika goes after finding out that information. Mm-hmm. She is. Yes. A hundred percent. So like. Oh, man. And then, right, she gets called up to the front of the church to Mm -hmm. recite the hundredth verse, um, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, the one that we heard her do earlier from Galatians, uh, chapter 6, verse 2. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Yep. That's just a real gut punch. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a really, really good, like, it's a really good performance from Courtney Brown too, of her mm-hmm. like on stage saying it and realizing it, and yeah, and the yeah exactly the pastor just like calling it to being like yeah that, that's that's a good one to read or like that's and, a good one to memorize and it's a great yep. verse to keep keep with you. Yep, and the yeah. But yeah. also, the audio engineering for the church service was stupendous. The oh, organs yeah. and everything was awesome. I was it like, whoa, so I am good. there. It reminds me of how rare it is that we are in a church in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, during a service. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I forgot to write it down. But I just have a note in here that, like, one of the uh, the pastor makes, like, a very, like, pastor joke kind of joke. And I yes, just he does. love that Mm-hmm. Because it's like, 
oh yes, every pastor makes the same style joke, and it's funny. Like, oh no, no, like, the joke it's was funny that um, the show's calling it out. It's not yes, like the jokes the pastor makes, not funny, but the show being aware of that is great. Well, he did the he did the classic pastor thing of. Well, if you recite all the Bible verses you memorized, oh, I won't have time right. to speak. Yes. Which is just a yes. don't. That's a, a we'll tale as old you, as time. Right. We'll have you recite the the most recent one, not all hundred. Otherwise, you know, I wouldn't have any time to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or otherwise, we would be here all day. Or you know, right. yeah, any exactly. of the million different integrations yep. of just, that. Just the, the joke pastors make is always you don't actually want to hear me talk for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's uh it's special. The the kind of low bar comedy in church services is Oh yeah. something worth being explored, honestly. Mm, yeah. Yep. Um and then uh yeah, we That'll have... be on our sister podcast. <laughs> we just listen to audio versions of churches and just make supercuts of bad pastor jokes that land but shouldn't Dylan, don't talk me into this any more than you already have. Look, we'll do we'll do two episodes, you know, in like, you know, the same month and then like three months later, put out another one and then record a fourth and never actually release it because we lost the audio. And then we'll just and then we'll just forget about the podcast. Yeah, there's a I'll put a link to uh, my scrub soundtrack in the bio. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, now you're a rock star. Get your game on. Go play. Actually, the All-Stars go play. The Rockstars get paid, as the song goes. Right. And all that glitters is gold. Mm. But only shooting stars break the mold. And that's going to be it for today's episode of the Wadfam Chalk Pod. Look, I'm Andrew Sabo. I could (laughs) recite the entirety of that song because I know it very well, and I can swivel my head and see the cd sitting on my shelf how does that make you feel dylan very very good it's the shrek one soundtrack not it's incredible not not i would get that on vinyl if i could if i ever saw it on vinyl i would buy it as long as it cost less than a hundred dollars that'd be a good pickup i i agree oh man so almost as good as the soul soundtrack. so we, we we can't go out here now we, no, certainly because not. Because the best scene is about to happen. Well, first off, mm-hmm. Mandy track or Tamika tracks down Mandy and apologizes, which is good, mm-hmm. and she's sincere, and I like it. Yes, but yeah. more, and Mandy seems st- kind of phased still. Yes. But what were you gonna say? I, I was just gonna say, but more important, we have the final scene between. Well, I guess the the penultimate scene between mm-hmm. Rachel and Mandy. Which is yeah, which is fantastic. Incredible. There is nothing that Odyssey does better than parent kid exchanges. Yeah, McCusker mysteries are number two, but parent mm-hmm. kid exchanges take the cake. The ice yeah. cream cake. Aha! Double chocolate. Definitely not the carrot cake. No. Yeah, that was so funny so when yeah. she mentions in the scene that she hates carrot cake. Yeah. And her comment earlier was, uh, it's the best I've ever had. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yep. oh, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. And she also doesn't oh, like... Oh, this is the best clam chowder I've ever had. You take that word out of your mouth, Andrew. I like clam chowder now. Oh, okay. Well, good. But when I was younger, it was it was something that I only ate because... I was at a friend's house and I didn't feel comfortable saying no. Which is the right call. Yes, of course. No. And I'm glad unless I did, it's going now to, I like clam chowder. Unless it's going to poison you. Yeah. Don't turn down food at a friend's house. Exactly. I mean, that's always been how I've lived my life. Yeah, I think I think that's the correct call. Mm-hmm. Just, just I, yeah. I like I think not being a picky eater I don't know. I just yeah. I think I might have more fun. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the uh, blondes of culinary world. Right, right, right. You, you, you don't, you don't, you don't want to pull a Lindsay and like intentionally give yourself an allergic reaction, you know, to be polite and then shoot yourself with a booster. But yeah. um, don't worry, I'll be. Uh, I'll just. I'm just gonna. <laughs> I love these banana pancakes. 
Uh, peanut butter pancakes. Oh, peanut butter pancakes. Yep, peanut butter pancakes. So bad. Um, but, but yeah, the uh, terrible episode. <laughs> but we had a fun time covering it because Arthur did. is a nice person as a guest. Yeah, I like that guy a lot. Big fan. So uh, yeah, check out his podcast. Mm. Trusting the God of the Gospel. Anyways, amen. Um, the uh, yeah. So it's just this good exchange. Mandy finds the ice cream cake in the freezer, mm-hmm. and is like, knows what? that it's his favorite. Yeah, and is like, "What's this about?" And her mom's like, uh, "Yeah, I got it for you after the whole, you know, after you got the after you got the the regional writing, um, you made the final or the competition yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever." Um, as kind of a congratulations, and Mandy's mm. like, "Oh, you know." You just know me so well. I had carrot cake with the uh, with the Washingtons, but yep. I hate. And the mom's like, "Oh, but you hate carrot cake." Yes. And she's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then, it was miserable. And then I went bowling, and yeah, yeah. It's it's just like it's this great scene of of Rachel knowing her daughter, um, mm-hmm. and also like yeah, confronting Mandy a little bit about the stuff she's been keeping from her with the play and whatnot. Um, yeah. And like being like, why don't we just talk? But then she also admits that she hasn't really been available. Yes. And that's why I think it's so good. This scene in particular is that the, the the parents are not talking down to the kids and they're just trying Mm -hmm. to understand the way that each other are feeling better. Um, because so much has gone unspoken up until this point, you know, I mean, just even in regards to their separation and everything. Uh, I just, I love how this scene shows the way that both families, her biological family and the Washingtons have positive impacts on her life and unique and kind of irreplaceable ways Mm -hmm. in the sense that like you are bound to your family by blood. And so therefore their support is always going to be the most important because, they're just the closest to you and and you know at the end of the day family and friends is really all you have yeah um and friends is the second part of it and you see that as well where mindy gets kind of adopted and you know not even necessarily i mean the washington's adopt people but um (laughs) gets taken in and uh kind of gets to shine in a different light and have different perspective um and it benefits both parties. It benefits the, the communication in the Washingtons and it benefits Mandy because she's more able to appreciate her parents and the the unique relationship she has with her mom. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh and then we go out on another lovely scene, which is uh them calling the calling up the Washingtons and inviting them over to play Monopoly and have the ice cream cake. Yeah, it's delightful. Yeah. It's so good. And he goes out on them talking about which piece they're going to play as. Mm-hmm. And Marvin makes a joke about ruining everybody's fun because you can't get in the pool as an iron, which, yes. like, floored me. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is a, this is this is dark, <laughs> I think, maybe. <laughs> but uh, it was yeah. so funny. Ma- and Mandy is always the top hat. Andrew, what's Mandy's your Monopoly piece? Uh, I typically play as the car or the battleship. Ah, I'm the man on the horse. Ooh, I also have been known when I play, um, like on the app, cause I love Monopoly. Uh, I play as the boot. <laughs> do, do you like do, the boot? Do you lick said boot? Uh, only if it's Das boot. Ah, which is actually mm-hmm. a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, great episode. What's the what's the wiki rating on this bad boy? It better be higher than uh, eighty. I think it is. Oh, it's ninety three. Yeah. Beautiful. Good. I'd give it a ninety seven. <laughs> uh, the other thing I think, which is a rarity, and so we don't usually talk about, it, but I think Chris's call to action is really good. Yes, a hundred percent. She I... pops in at the end to just be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, like you know." If you like, if you are around people who are going through hard times, just like remember to like be there for them. 
Yeah, exactly. And because the because the scripture verse is said within the episode and it has such you know direct character relevance, I just yep. think it drives home all the better. Yes, the, agreed. The point of just being there for other people and understanding that like i i just appreciate that they address both sides of it it's 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 not operating under the assumption that christians cannot experience this kind of suffering yeah it's it's saying both both parties as christians like christ has a place in both situations whether you're helping somebody or you are in a really rough place and you need somebody to help you right you know right and she says right she says you know, and if you're in this sort of a situation or whatever, remember that even though things are changing, your parents' love for you is not. Which is really sweet. Yeah. And feels good. And as much as, you know, that may not be universally the case for everybody listening to it, I just think that it's really powerful to hear those words and yes. to have those words said. Yep. And, like... Yeah, to operate yeah. under the belief that there is so much love in this world, and if you're not experiencing it right now, it doesn't mean that you won't, or that you can't. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's a it's a good episode. It's a good one. We've said it before, we'll say it again. It's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I like this show. Mm-hmm. In this era, this arc, yeah, I'm yes. I, we've we've covered so much Odyssey that I don't yeah. feel oh yeah incredibly yeah. passionate about, but this is just right. really good. That's the thing is like we spent we spent the fall, you know, with a bunch of episodes that we didn't like, and it's just it's so refreshing to be like, and here's what we do like. Kathy Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mandy Strasberg. Mm, yep. Two of the best. Any uh, anything else that uh, that you you have to say here, Mister? Ah, uh, that's that's all my notes on the okay. episode. Um, big fan. Yeah, yeah. Anything you want to? Uh, um, any- uh, plug getting your booster. I know. Yeah. I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, doesn't matter. I got my booster. You Boost. got your booster. Yeah, get, get your boosted. booster. Or if you haven't gotten vaccinated, um, I would just encourage you to do so. Obviously, yeah. we've said that before on the show, but the boosters seem to be effective. And I uh, I got the booster after getting the, the base dose, and my reaction was much less than the first time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, if you did get the first one, I think that it's even easier to get the second one. Yeah. All right. I'll echo that plug. Um, And uh, with all that being said, we will be back next week for episode 615, Only by His Grace. Bye, guys. Wadfam Chalk Pod is a presentation of the Lidditz Podcast Co-op. This show is a fan podcast and has no official affiliation with Adventures in Odyssey or Focus on the Family. As such, the copyright is ours under Creative Commons. Follow the podcast at WadfamChalkPod on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at WadfamChalkPod at gmail.com. The Family Next Door was hosted by Dylan Weaver and Andrew Sabo, and edited by Dylan Weaver. And I'm Nathan Haverstick, hoping you'll join us again next time for more of the Wadfam Chalk Pod.